Hey everyone, <laughs> we have a we have a special guest today again, uh, David D, who is new to the show, uh, a, a first a first timer, and my chair first is squeaky. Timer. This is uh, it, long time inaugural... listener, first time caller. <laughs> His inaugural, uh, which is a weird word to say, and I'm probably not saying it properly. Addition. Uh, so anyway, uh, welcome everyone, David D. Hello. Oh wait, no. <laughs> hey, thanks. Hi, I'm David D. <laughs> hey, right. welcome, welcome. I feel, I feel welcome. How do you feel? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. You're welcome. Feeling? I'm, I, I'm, I'm welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my God. You're listening to episode 46 of Time to Lean, and here's a song with special guest. David D. What does D stand for? I I don't know. Davidson. Dave Davidson. Oh, so anyway, John, do you know? Do you know Dave? I think you. I, maybe you've met. I remember Dave um, had the. I want to uh, say I met him once, but mostly by reputation. I, you know, I think we met a long time ago. Back. Yes, it was back in the Rapid City days. Which is often what we talk about on this yeah, show. Yeah, so. I've, I've, what, I've, what a segue. I've, no, I've noticed a theme on a lot of your shows that you do talk <laughs> you about. <laughs> Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, well, and, and David... <laughs> David was that a, gro- was that a groan that I heard? John's getting to that age where I think he threw out his back a little bit. Oh, no. Um, just a this, little. This, this, uh, yes, we all went to... Uh, Dave went to um, Central, Rapid City Central. He's a former cobbler. I guess once you're a cobbler, you're always a cobbler. Yeah, I like to make my own shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Still. It, comes, it, comes, it comes in handy. <laughs> I never really got a, a, a grasp on how odd that mascot was until I left Rapid City <laughs> and saw well, how how utterly bland okay. most high school mascots are compared to that one. Well, you know, in South Dakota, I think every other... Isn't every other high school named like the Tigers? I mean, when that yeah. you know, you're typically yeah, lots of tig- the Tigers, you know, large animal names. Yes. Well, they don't have to change them now. That's true, that's right? Feet, I mean, yeah. it's very safe. Now yeah, we don't yeah. know the cobbler was named after a person. It, I don't know. It, it was named after Uke Cobb, one of the the first football coaches at Central. And, and he and, he was a. Grand Dragon and the KKK. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have to change the name. No, no. The mascot. I don't. Sorry. I, I don't know really if he was. I, I, I don't I, want I don't know that much about him, but I, I couldn't. I can't confirm nor deny that he has any any letters that he's <laughs> he, he, he uh, is joined. He's shrouded in mystery. <laughs> yes. When, when, when David. when Do you go by Dave or David? Yes. I guess. I go by. <laughs> right, okay. Dave. Dave well, works we best. used to. Dave and I used to do road trips quite a bit from Rapid City to uh, to Brookings. We both went to SDSU after uh, Central, and uh, we, you know, there were a few times where we'd ride together, and uh, we had kind of a, a radio show, I guess, sort of going on. <laughs> Light, Lightning Dave and Thunder Phil. And, That's right. And I, so, I, I, Thunder Phil. Thunder Phil. It's like Thunder Phil powers activate. <laughs> Form of a guy in a chair. 
That's not very exciting. Oh, Form sorry. of a cobbler. Form of a cobbler. Form, Form of a shoemaker. A broken shoe. <laughs> Yeah. Come anyway. on down to Red Wing Sorry, Shoes. Totally Downtown Rapacy, South Dakota, we'll make you up a set of brand new shoes there, right? At Rudolph's. Rudolph's. Shoes. That's right. Remember Rudolph's? I remember Rudolph's. Yeah. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. So, what, Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? A little, uh, who is you? Oh, this is a new segment I'm calling Who Is You? Who is, who is me? So, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm Dave, and I'm from Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, like long walks on the beach and, uh, especially the ones in, in Rapid City, South Dakota. So oh, yeah. by the creek, the beaches of Rapid the Creek, the beaches yeah. of Rapid City. Yeah. Well, that could be so a good novel. It's, it's a short walk. Off a long pier. <laughs> yeah. P- well, pier. pier would be a, oh. a little bit of a longer walk if you walked there from Rapid City. But there was not much else to do in those days, so you had to walk to pier. You had, you had to walk to pier. Or, as everybody else in the United States would call it, Pierre. Well, ah, blasphemous. Blasphemous, oui, that's oui. right. We, only in South Dakota do you know truly how to pronounce French words. Like Pierre and Belfouche and Flandreau and, and, and all these other wonderful pronunciations of... Oh, I forgot about Flandreau. Flandreau. How Ned would you pronounce Flandreau's. Belfouche properly? Belfouche. Belfouche. Would it, would it be Belfouche? I, I don't know. But we, did, but we didn't call it bare butt. No. <laughs> Except every time we drove by it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it called so, is it called something else now? Yes, I, I, I don't think, know what I think it is. I think it's got it, a, it's a more official name. Yeah, it a, has an American Indian name. Indian, right? yeah, a, a yeah. native name now. Matopaha or Bear Mountain. And I think mm-hmm. Harney Peak has changed its name too. Yes, no and I forgot what that was Harney too. Harney Peak. It's is I, it like Black, Black Elk Mountain or something. Black Elk Peak. Black Elk know. sounds right, actually. Yeah. No, that's right. The narrator will tell us. <laughs> the narrator later after this is edited. Phil was right. It's Black Elk Peak. This segment of white guys trying to figure out the original native names of South Dakota landmarks is brought to you by Big Dan's Hand Soup. It's the soup you eat with your hands. And now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Yep. <laughs> what? We don't edit. <laughs> it's all live. This is all. It's perfect. As far as you know. <laughs> no, One we, we do edit. Although yeah. sometimes when we say we'll edit that out and we don't, but yeah. that's all right. And that's that's what makes it fun. Well, God bless you. Yeah, so, so I guess getting back to who, who is me, uh, we kind of got off track there, and that's fine. Um, I'm not even <laughs> sure if this is recording, but that's good. Anyway. Uh, is this thing on? <laughs> Yeah, it is. It looks like it is. Uh, oh, he said hang on, so I'm hanging on. But, no, no, I said, is this thing on? Oh, is this thing on? It sounded like you said hang on. I'm hanging on. Pick up your cues faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not playing pool. John, this this episode, may, this, this, this whole episode may just be who is Dave. <laughs> it's going to take that long. It's good. This is yeah. like walk into pier. Yes, exactly. I, I'm We're, enjoying it. We, we 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 should actually do just we should just do a walk across South Dakota. 
Oh, yeah, and recorded. It sort of a, you know, a Williams and Ree redo thing. So. <laughs> right. <Ooh. laughs> Except three white guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just three white guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could pick up Bob some more Hope people on the way. <laughs> we'll, we'll pick up a merry band of characters on the way. I'm on the, the road way. to Pier. That's a, one, of the, one of the Bing Crosby and Bob Hope traveling shows. <laughs> yes, the road movies. The road yeah. to Pier. Old stuff. Old. Yeah, we're going. We're going way back. It's, it's in the way back machine. But so back to who? I think we wanted to. We wanted to get back to who? Who is I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I or, or maybe we don't. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> well, where where in our great United States do you live? So uh, now now nowadays, I live in in Colorado, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's. That's home. I've probably been in, in the state of Colorado now almost as long as I lived in South Dakota, but it, it's still. But not all at once. <laughs> but not all at once. No, I've. I, it was yeah, I bounced around quite a bit. Uh, you know, after because you were in the Air Force. I was in the Air Force, so I. Yeah. I. Uh, they you bounced know, you around. Lived in in Rapid City. Went to Central with, with Phil and the gang, and uh, then South Dakota State. And after South Dakota State, I. Uh, Went into the Air Force. They, 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 they paid for school, so I had to pay back my school by well, serving. Yeah, you were in ROTC even. Yeah, by serving, serving in the military for, ended up being just over twenty-one years. Oof. And that took me all over the place: California, uh, lots of times in Colorado, Wyoming. I was up in Greenland for a year. Oh, that's cool. Um, right, right. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's cool. DC area. For a big chunk of time. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. So. I I still keep thinking you're there. Still, I can't. I, somehow, somehow, my mind has not adjusted that you're back in Colorado. But yeah, I'll, I'll, it, I'll it, get it. It could be that I'm just stuck in traffic in the Beltway right now, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm still making my way to Colorado. It's like a bad Twilight Zone. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've spent a, you know much time in in DC, but uh, you know, I've and heard. it's a great place to visit. Lots to do there, and, and lots of stuff that's free to do which is which is which is neat but uh working in the city and i worked downtown in the city for for most of the six years that i was there wow uh, and coming from maryland you know where we lived uh you know I, i'd spend an hour and a half you know one way traveling to work oh and that, God. that was that was one way so and it didn't matter how you did it you could yeah. drive your car or you could take the metro uh, but it was going to take about an hour and a half, you know, to get to work, you know, one way. I think the longest commute I had uh, in wow. D.C. was four hours. Um, and uh, that was... Oh, my wow, God. that's nuts. That was on the way to work. We had a we had a heavy rain, and it, it kind of flooded out uh, some of the roadways down around Anacostia, where I was driving to, and, and closed the bridges. So, you know, oh. you got to cross the Potomac and the Anacostia to get to... to bowling air force base where i was going and you know so you're caught crossing a couple bridges and if the bridges are closed and you're you're stuck you're just stuck so i I could see my office i could see my office about two hours into my commute but then i spent another two hours just sitting standing still waiting for the cars to start moving again and i finally you know after about four hours got in and was able to get in the office uh went to my desk called my boss and i said hey boss just got in going home now because if it's, if it's going to take me four hours to get home that's a full day 
So I've, I've put in my hours, man. Oh. Yeah. They should have called in the Marines and had you, like, uh, lift it over there. Airlift it. Have Marine One come get me. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have cost any money. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. David D is stranded. Please rescue him. Right. So, Dave, are you then? Are you considered retired military then? Yes, I, I okay. retired seven years ago. Uh, actually, seven years ago, last week. Uh, okay. Congratulations! So, yeah. yeah. So, so now I get paid every day just for waking up. So <laughs> and and waiting in traffic. And, well, I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. But now, yeah. So now I'm. Uh, I'm a contractor, and I, I I do a lot of the same kind of work I did before space space operations. Um, mm-hmm. So I can. But you're not in the space force yet, right? Well, our <laughs> our uh, organization will be moving to the space force. Oh, excellent! Sometime. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> now I know you guys are laughing. You know, yeah, yeah, space force, blah blah blah. And and uh, no, no, yeah, I, I love everybody, it. Everybody, you know. No, I, I know part of it is very real. <laughs> Yeah, so so you know, there's there's the there's the part about the the politics side of it, and I get that, but nobody calls it, you know, Truman's Air Force, even though he signed the the Defense Authorization Act creating the Air Force. So therefore, yeah, back when it was just part of the army, yeah. right? So nobody call, so yeah. nobody's going to call it Trump's Space Force because I'll tell you that we were working on this when I was in active duty, you know, 15 years ago. Trying to get uh, oh no the the Air Force has been doing space stuff for a long time. We've been do- well, Air Force has been doing yeah. space for about seventy years almost. You know, basically since it was yeah. created, kind, they then, seem to operate it kind of in parallel with the NASA stuff. Yeah, as far as that they goes, have a different because they were doing flavor. other kinds of missions, but you know they they were kind of this other arm of our space stuff. Yeah, you know the, Space the stuff. NASA was created to to be the quote unquote civilian arm, and then the Air Force pretty much was the executive agent for the for the military arm, and has been for you know most of its existence. But back in you know early two thousands, so Donald Rumsfeld before he became SecDef under George Bush actually ran a study on on the military space, and they recommended way back then that we sure. establish a separate space force and uh we when i was at at that time i was going into what we called the u.s air force space operations school out of the space warfare center and and part of our task was to do what the old army air corps did back in the 30s which was start up this air corps tactical school which led to a separate air service or air force and we were kind of doing the same thing at the space warfare center that later became the National Security Space Institute. So I was the first, well, what do we call a plank holder uh, of that organization, <laughs> and uh, the first dean of academics there. So uh, we were wow. we were kind of pushing forward, you know, years ago to be a separate service. And, and you know, Russia and China have already had their their own separate space forces. So we we're, we're kind of yeah. we're just kind of consulting. It's it's really to be honest, it, it's kind of a it's really more about money. Because if you move yeah. it out from the Air Force, uh, those all those guys that fly the jets can't just steal your money for more jets. So, and that's oh, yeah, really what course. it was. We were yeah. we were like third class citizens in the Air Force as space guys, you know, because we didn't fly anything. We all the stuff I always say when we talk to the pilots. They, what do you, what do you fly? 
Well, yeah. well, like, Sue, you fly a F-15. The USS Enterprise. You, you fly an F-15? <laughs> well, you know, what I fly is higher and faster than anything you'll ever fly, you know. So, uh, how about 17,500 miles an hour at 100 miles, you know. So. But and, but the real the can... real space force is not run by Steve Carell, however. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But the uh, you know I've, General Raymond, who is in charge of the the chief of space operations, I've met. Uh, he said, uh, you know, in an interview a couple weeks ago, he said, "Hey, uh, funny show, but Steve's not, he's he's not cast right. His hair's too long." Um, so that's so, probably so, true. Actually. Well, Raymond, Raymond's Raymond's bald, so he says it should be like Bruce Willis or somebody that should be playing me. Oh, that was Independence Day or something. Yeah. No, Armageddon. Armageddon. Oh, right, yeah. right. I get that's what my, you're thinking of. That's right. I get Armageddon. my. Uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah, that was a show that Dave. I don't know if you watched it, but I, I felt it was just kind of so-so. As a show, even never mind about it having any basis in reality, but it just seemed you a little muddled Force? on what it was trying to do, and was often unfunny, which is sad considering the talent of the people working on it. Uh, yep. We talking about the Space Force show? Yeah. Okay. The yeah. Show. I have the I have Armageddon not, animated I have not series. Seen it, but I've I've heard kind of the same things you're saying that it's unfortunately yeah. a little disappointing. I I think we were all all the space geeks like me. We're all kind of hoping that it would be. You know, oh yeah, kind of, kind yeah, of the, 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 the space the forces version of Mash, right? You know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that it might have kind of a satirical edge to it, which it didn't really, unfortunately. And oh. I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm a pretty big fan of the the Office, and I like Steve Carell, and yeah, you know, it had a great cast. John John Malkovich is in it of all things, and, wow. and yet it just boy, it just often was not very good. Yeah. Maybe they rushed it out. Yeah, who what knows? what are, what can you talk about some of the, I know some of the things are classified, but what are some of the things that you did? I know you were keeping track of where everything was in space. Yeah, yeah. not not you personally, well, but yeah, your, yeah, exactly. And it's and I tell you what, it takes a long time to count it by hand, but uh, you know <laughs> we get it done. Yeah, no. Uh, hey, no. Dave, let me stop you right there. Um, okay, before we Oops. get any further, we're gonna we're this gonna. Cool. Sound off and what we're all drinking tonight. <laughs> we always have to do that. Um, all right. Our fans get very upset if we stray oh. too far from the pattern. So, yeah. Phil, uh, what do, you think, do, do your fans really get upset? <laughs> I mean, we, we you get, get nasty, nasty, nasty letters, or what? What happens? <laughs> uh, that guy from the Philippines. That guy, totally, yeah, he's boy, oh, he's uh, he's a he bastard. Totally, he totally <laughs> takes off on us. I'd like to talk to that guy anyway, or a lady. Or, or whatever. Yeah, no, no. It could be. We we it's don't a, know who a, it is. It's a burner account from <laughs> from Phil. Really, it's Phil's burner account. And... I have it routed. <laughs> Phil's moved his IP address, so he would, uh, <laughs> yeah. I paid to have Mashing a router it. in the Philippines <laughs> just to get one more download. Um, is that what you oh. did just before we started? Just get another download in, or is that uh, we have to stop again for that? <laughs> Different kind of download. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, it was a number you, you one. You did a download to the sewer net. Yeah. <laughs> Space poop. Sorry, this is terrible. Um, okay, poop, Phil, poop, what do you what do you got? Oh, I had a a grain belt in honor of Lee H, our, one of our guests that had been on before, and of course went to SDSU as well. 
But now I'm having a scotch and soda. Now, now, unfortunately for Dave, we got him started a little early, so I don't know. But yeah, I, I, oh. I uh, literally was still sitting at my, my, my place of work here, which is also my house uh, right now. On, you know, <laughs> oh, with sure. The, with, the, with the coronavirus going on and all that good stuff. So no four-hour uh, commute. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm actually having something that that I, I, it was almost like walking to pier to get. But I, I had to get this in in North Dakota last summer. It's a it's a Mr. Pib Extra. <laughs> oh, from, from my stash. I'm, so, I'm glad. It's from. Oh, my, are you Pib deprived of out there? Yeah, no. Say, so used to be when I lived in Wyoming, I used to go to Colorado to get Mr. Pib. You know, make a border run, right, and then put it all in the back trunk to be real quiet about it. And, you know, make sure you're driving the speed limit when you cross back into Wyo, because you don't want anybody to know. That's you contraband. Got Mr. You got Mister Contra. You got, you got any Mister Pib in there? No, sir. Just 50, 50 kilos of uh, coke. Oh, you're good. <laughs> On <Coke>. your way. <laughs> I got a little Mountain Dew. Well, I've never met a, a bona fide Mr. Pib fan. I don't no, know if I'm that, bona fide, but I mean, uh, is it extraordinary? I, yeah, I, well, you, you see, part of the part of the allure of Mr. Pib for me is that it's hard to get. Yeah. Of course, yeah, I'm you know, very familiar with that because yeah. in you know when we lived in Rapid City, you couldn't get it there, but no. if you drove, you know, if you drove across the state to Sioux Falls. Hey. And and I know exactly why that is. Sadly, yeah, is because in <laughs> because in Rapid City in the old days at least, the local Coca Cola bottler also distributed Dr Pepper. Yeah, and Mr Pibb, of course is a Coke offshoot. Yes, so it is. Yeah, it's a there Coca-Cola. it is. Well, and I also have a nostalgic connection to it because uh, one day, uh, well, we, we would drink it when we go to Sioux Falls. From, right. That, that, was, that was the exciting. We, to, to do something exciting, we'd drive to Sioux Falls and go to the, the big city. Sioux Empire Mall, which may be changing their name, too. I don't know. Maybe but, Sioux um, Falls will change its name. <laughs> Let's be called Maybe. Falls. Falls. <laughs> Maybe they should. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, it, so one day we went to Wendy's and... Uh, you know, you'd you'd order at the at the front um, at the front counter, and the 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 gal with a kind of a visor cap had uh, one of these kind of <laughs> microphones, and you'd click the button on the side. It's it it, maybe it was something like out of God, when almost like the '60s or something. But anyway, <laughs> and so you'd say everything you said. She'd say into that microphone back behind you and and of course we all ordered the biggie mr pib so <laughs> biggie mr pib and oh we i don't know we, i we, we just had so much fun with that i don't know i think dave and mike were probably dragging me to a sporting event or something but but i i remember the biggie mr pibs well yeah i i do too and and i'm i'm sad that i can't get a biggie mr pib anywhere nearby <laughs> i have to I have to make a you know border crossing up to North Dakota to you know load my truck up full of pib and that's, you know that lasts. That's a couple borders. That's a couple borders, yeah, from where I am now. Oh, so. just send a drone over. <laughs> you, you can't you can't just get it on Amazon or something. You oh, yeah. you you could you could. But what I just happen to you know that? when I when I happen to be <laughs> locations where I can get it, I'll I'll stock up. You know, I'll go to a, yeah. a Hy-Vee in Brookings or something like that. 
know, Dave it's... likes to do things the hard way. Yeah. Well, yeah, at some sure, point... it's more authentic if you actually pick it up yourself rather than having having it drop shipped from Amazon. That's true. It's like there, there's a um, a pretty well known beer here in the Twin Cities area called Spotted Cow. Phil's familiar with it, I think. Yeah. And it, but it's only it's made it's a, made in Wisconsin, and they refuse to sell it in Minnesota. <laughs> they so of course you can go just to, and we're close to the Wisconsin border here, so you can drive. Whatever it is. 20, 40 minutes over there to the, the across the river and get it in a store there, <laughs> but you can't buy it in the Twin Cities proper. Strange. But for some reason, it has more of an allure, I think, because you have to go to oh. Wisconsin to get it. Yeah, I mean, people like it; it's good beer, but it's not that amazing. Well, yeah, and, and <laughs> but it's because it's you know scarcity, and I think that's why they do it. They could very easily sell it here, but sure. they choose to. <laughs> make it a little bit harder you, to get you have to drive to wisconsin to get it exactly yeah we we do similar things so uh you know i've spent a lot of time up north uh you know my my wife's family uh, they live up in maine so we get up to canada a lot and then i've had uh you know when i was uh, in the air force i i did some norad assignments so i had canadians that i worked with <clears throat> so i got introduced to a couple of canadian things one of those being you know tim hortons um which at <laughs> one time you you had a tim hortons there in the mall yeah. of america uh, we, we had a whole bunch of them here in the twin cities and yeah. they all folded yeah they're all closed up Horton heard of what uh, yeah. and, and and in fact when we were in north dakota uh last summer uh we were in minot and same thing they had a tim hortons up there so we went went to tim hortons but uh that's that's closed now as well. In Maine, same same deal. A bunch of them closed. So Maine, I can understand because uh, <clears throat> you're so close to Boston and you've got Dunkin', you know, Dunkin' Donuts there. Yeah, that's kind of the epicenter. Yeah, right? just just <laughs> like if you tried to open a bunch of them somewhere in the South where Krispy Kreme is right. centered. Yeah. So kind of thing. I, I I it's so funny that when you uh, you mentioned NORAD. I, I always, unfortunately, think of the movie War Games, huh, yeah. which, you know, I so, saw, uh, Dave, did you have to walk through that giant vault every day to go into work? So, <laughs> and I, did you say, I'll, spiss, I'll piss on a spark plug if it did any good? <laughs> 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 Sorry, formative movie, but. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> very funny. So, so that movie gets a lot of traction in, in my line of work, you know, for, sure. for, a, lot of, for a lot of reasons, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, obviously the, the the first scenes in there where they're having their their little drill and the and the two missileers. Turn your key, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Turn your key, sir. So what are you going yeah, to shoot, so shoot the funny. guy? Yeah. Then he can't turn his key, right? If you shoot the guy, that's not that's not why we carried the pistols. So I was I was first first assignment. I was one of those guys that uh, you know would be waiting around to turn the key if if we needed. Yeah, to. silo person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, missileer. Yeah, so. But, uh, uh, yeah, we always, so we always laughed at that because, you know, you carried, you carried the, the weapons for another reason. You usually had classified stuff in your bags that you, you were transporting, you know, but, uh, you know, so, so what? So I shoot the guy, you know, what's, you know, what's that going to do? So I've shot the guy. Now, now I definitely cannot turn the key because you need the cooperative. You need both guys to turn, you know, 
co-opted yeah. feature. Yeah. So, so Dave, and so Dave, are you you're drinking a pib though? I am right drinking now. a pib. I know that was okay. a long discussion about. <laughs> really was sidetracked. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. So hey, I love sidetracks. So, so yeah, and that's cool. I'm drinking a uh, gin and tonic. Pretty boring, but oh. uh, it's a hot day. That's, I it mean, is a hot you, day. You guys, I, was, yeah. I was outside cleaning my gutters, which was pretty miserable. So yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get I didn't get a chance to run out before uh, and, and grab anything of a uh, uh, little more um, you know potency than my Mister Pib here. But I I guess I'd be disappointed personally if, if I wasn't drinking, drinking a Mister Pib. Pib. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I, I do I you know I, I do miss though that grain belt that you're drinking. Those those yeah. those are you know you can't get those here. I do have a friend down the street. Who's who's from Minnesota? He's from Northern Minnesota, and he goes back every year, and he brings back a whole bunch of just like I do with the pib. He brings back the grain. Sure, bells. sounds like a job for Milo Minderbender. We, we have a well, there's something party. about it, especially on a really hot day, especially you know maybe doing some yard work or whatever. But it, it's it's a it's a it's a lager, it's a lighter one, but it's got more flavor than like Bud Light or something like that. But yeah, the uh, I'm trying to remember what it I was like it. that we drank and. College, was it the Keystone Light? I don't, I don't uh, remember. Something. I don't. It was I didn't. something that was. It was really just water with a little bit of coloring in it. I do remember it was something in a green can. I, I think, I think we, <laughs> I think we drank Keystone or something like that, and it was just. Now I would never drink anything like that. It's no flavorless. I don't. I don't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> I've blocked out certain things, but <laughs> did you block them out, or are they just kind of blocked out for you? <laughs> I Should I be giving the interview, or, or or how does this work? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> More often than not. Oh. Oh. Anyway, back to back to our program. Back to the program. I don't remember where we were. Uh, we were talking about you know kind of we where, were talking where, about where I'd been. David job. D. Yeah, my job. So I I did uh, kind of bounced around in the Air Force for 21 plus years. I was in Colorado and. DC, we talked about that up in Greenland. The Greenland job was was interesting. So that was you were talking about yeah. tracking tracking the space objects. So I, I worked at a big radar up there, and and primarily that's what we did. You know, every day was you know you're 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 building the space catalog, what they call it, of all the so d- all the Dave, objects. were you were yeah. you tracking um, space junk? Space junk, most Basically. of it, most of it's yep. space junk. Yeah, yeah, song. which is actually a huge problem. It is so, especially with there's uh, too much stuff up there. Well, yeah, and, and you consider the size of the International Space Station now. So the International Space Station is really big as far as a manned spacecraft, because we you know spent ten years yeah. building that up, and it's a pretty large structure up there. So part of the job is monitoring all of that debris that that could what we call uh, come into conjunction with the, uh, <laughs> the the International Space Station. Well, if there's a conjunction assessment, you, you actually have to tell the astronauts to, you know, prepare to either uh, go into a safer spot on the ISS or to get into one of the Soyuz capsules to get ready to, to get out of there and come back to Earth because <sighs> if it's a bad enough conjunction, <clears throat> you know, you could have a 17,500-mile-an-hour object coming out of another 17,500 mile an hour object, you know, when they, when they hit each other, there's a, there's a lot of kinetic energy there that's going to make a mess. And so it could just be John Glenn dropped a wrench or something and, and, uh, I don't know, that could, that could cause a lot of damage. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, Maybe not John Glenn. 
No, he, he actually, yeah. It wouldn't have been he John. would never drop a wrench. No, John John Glenn didn't do any spacewalks. <laughs> no, okay. Flights, he, but... he threw one out the window yeah, as a joke. He rolled down the window. Just trying to get a little fresh air. Roll down the window here. <laughs> oh, crap. It's the, a vacuum. Just, Damn it. Just the amount of, uh, amount of satellites that have gone up over the decades. I mean, just that alone is huge. Yeah, and the, the bigger problem is the small stuff. So there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of things that we can track, yep. but we're, we're, we're building newer systems to track the, the small paint chips. So every time the shuttle would come mm. back oh from orbit, God. you think about the, the windscreen on the space shuttle, uh, and they're very thick, but just about every time we had to replace one or two panes on the space shuttle's windscreen because it had a, like a paint fleck or something hit it, and it just, you know spiderweb that that windscreen oh my god a paint chip yeah i don't think i don't i mean i never have thought of that exactly i don't think the average person thinks about that kind of thing that's going on that people are keeping track of and trying to avert and and uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be uh it's gonna be difficult as we go further like john said there's lots of stuff we put up and we're putting up more now we're putting up a lot of small stuff so these last couple in every of, other country. Yeah, these last couple of launches that we've done, uh, you know, we're putting up like eighty small satellites in one launch. Oh, with, SpaceX. Yeah, yeah, with with some of these launches. So just think about all that. And now uh, oh. we're getting into an era where, hey, you can pay to fly into space. Somehow we're going to have to figure out how to clean it up, and, and and different countries are working on some of those solutions. But eventually. We're going to have so much stuff up there. It's going to be kind of hazardous to, to fly around as a, you know, as a person in, in lower Well, there's a, there's a new, a new, I could do that. I could retire from the university and be a space junk collector, or I could have a big vacuum cleaner ship or something. There was no? a, there was a TV show in the seventies <laughs> that was called Quark. Do, do you remember? That sounds familiar, do you remember that but I don't, show? It was I don't, very. I don't it was only like it. I think I remember it's like that one yeah. season or something, and that was their whole job was they just floated around in space collecting garbage. Oh, for Pete's sake! Yeah, and, and of course pathetic. the Devo song. Well, no, I love the space <laughs> junk song. Space junk. <laughs> it isn't really about space junk, but <laughs> well, they, usually their songs had a, a little bit of a double entendre, which is—is is that French? It, well, it was a double peer. It, it, you didn't pronounce it correctly if it's South Dakota in French. <laughs> double entendre. 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 Double. Double. Double entendre. Oh, there you Duble. go. Wasn't that like a German group in the 80s? You know? <laughs> Double. Double. Yeah. They were all. Captain, everything was cap, on. Captain of only, your heart by Double. 1986. He only recorded on. I think it was in the on, top 40 in 1986. So. On Dolby. 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 No. Dolby Plus? No. Is that a thing, John? Um, no, I don't think it was. <laughs> it, it's now a streaming service, however. <laughs> Dolby Extreme. Extreme streaming service. Ex- no, no, streaming I mean, service. Actually, stupid Comcast hey. uses that pretty much as Do they? their logo. So oh. yeah, I thought we. I thought Dave came up with that. No, it's not could... a joke, unfortunately. Ah. Ex- Extreme branding is yeah. No, they call it Extreme. Oh. oh, 
One one thing I talking about the uh, the road trips. I uh, yeah. I used to always um, well, I would study comedians and that kind of thing, and I. But but Dave Dave had you had a. Uh, you seem to have a different conduit of of comedians and radio or radio people. I think you introduced me to some uh, a whole different streaming service of, <laughs> of old comedians. But yeah, like Stan Freeberg, I had never heard of him before I met you. But what were some other ones that you? Uh... Yeah, so so Stan Freeberg. So my dad, you know, my dad was in media. You know, Larry. Larry, yeah, he was on the. Yeah, my dad was into Stan Freeberg too. Actually, yeah, he he did yeah. Uh, he did the KOTA radio and television in Robin City, South Dakota. So he did that for a long time, and then before that, before we moved to South Dakota, before he got married, he did uh, like uh, traveling, traveling road shows and things, uh, kind of like the old minstrel shows and stuff way back. Kind of were dying out in the fifties, but but my family has a long history of uh kind of that vaudeville and uh wow. that that kind of entertainer side so my my uncle harry king cole was uh, uh on hee-haw and wow uh, yeah he was he had, he was a character known as weepin willie on the, on the hee-haw program so he's a, not you know, the weepin demon john yeah so so <laughs> t- look it up sometime look up weepin ah. willie on hee-haw but uh, he he was this kind of you know, old guy that uh, nothing ever went right. That was his character, and he was always kind of crying sure. into the phone. Uh, but he had this whole stand-up routine that he did. Uh, that 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 was one of the characters he developed as part of his stand-up. And then uh, you know, he's got some albums. I've got the albums that he recorded uh, back in the day. Wow. So I don't know if I ever played any of the Weep and Willie stuff for you uh, back then, but I did Stan Freeberg, which I think he was. He was I still love Freeberg because he's he was back in his day. You know, he made fun of current, you know, current events type type things, kind of like a lot of the, you know, late night show guys do now. You know, but sure. you know, for the for the day, he was on radio. Uh, but then later on, after you know, kind of after that that radio area went away, he was big into advertising. So a lot of his he did a lot of television commercials and things that were always very silly. Uh, that were yeah. Stan Freeberg, uh, uh, Spike Jones. Uh, I think oh, sure. I, I introduced you to that, <laughs> you know, the, the 1940s era, you know, music and, uh, and John, comedy. John's family was into that too, or yeah. John's dad. Yeah. yeah, my, that was, we, 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 <laughs> we kind of grew up listening to Spike Jones records. Yeah. Uh, and, and so did I, I mean, I listened to all this stuff as I was growing up. And then of course I remember going to my, you know, and these are just corny, you know, Midwestern stand up you know, comedy stuff, you know, with a lot of, a lot of corny jokes. So that literally the, you know, if you, you watch Yeehaw and, and the radio, the, the old radio guy, it's K-O-R-N radio, you know, so it's, <laughs> it, it's true to form. So, uh, that, that kind of stuff is what I was, what I was raised on, you know, comedy wise. So I had a lot of old Freebird records that I listened to. I, I memorized his radio shows from the fifties, you know, yeah. Yeah, uh, and and again, unless you have an appreciation for some of that, um, you know, contemporary history from the 1950s, you probably miss some of the jokes today if you were to listen yeah. to some of it. You know, it was very 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 topical type stuff. It'd be like yeah. watching, uh, uh, oh, what was the uh, the NBC show? 
a laugh in. Yeah, with yeah. you know, which was very topical for the times. You know, if you look at it now, it's it's kind of kind of silly, and you, you miss some of the jokes. But it was very, it was very good at the day. I, I mean, I remember watching some of that as a kid, the old the old laugh in shows, and then later, you know, Flip Wilson uh, show. Oh yeah, uh, Tony, Tony, <laughs> I watched that. Tony Orlando and Don. You know, some of those things from the seventies. <laughs> there was a lot of a lot of variety kind of shows. Variety shows. Then. Variety shows. Yeah. Sunny and Cher. Sunny and Cher. Yeah. The Osmonds, Donnie or, Marie, or, or, yeah, Donnie Marie had which a which was really, show. really. Uh, at some point, we talked about um, um, the the old Muppet Show, the original one. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. and and that that actually is kind of a take on a lot of those shows because it's also a variety show with all the guest stars and musical numbers <laughs> and yep, comedy bits. numbers, kind of making yeah, fun of that. I mean, yep, yep. You know, they're they're great, but they they're definitely a reaction to what was on TV at the time too. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's big in this household because my my wife is is from Anaheim, California. So she is so when when she was growing up, you know, like we went out to the the Rushmore Mall, right, to hang out or you know whatever. <laughs> and they went to Disneyland, you know, to hang out, you know. And yeah. so so this house, I don't think you can. I'll quote uh, a friend of mine: "You can't throw a dead cat without hitting something Disney in this house." So. <laughs> Now, why you're throwing dead cats, I don't know. So but, you you must all watch the Disney Plus service, then I'm guessing. Yes, that was a that was a mandatory have. For, and, and you for know what, I, I I I like to rip on Disney, but that service, for what it costs, if you're into Disney stuff, it's a steal. They they have a huge back catalog of their stuff, even the old clunkers we grew up with. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you can watch. Well, you want to watch them again? You can watch. You know, uh, was it uh, Gus the Gus the Kicking Mule or whatever, and all those? <laughs> yeah, those yeah, seventies. I was, I was the thinking old, of the, the Cat from Outer Space. The cat from Outer Space, <laughs> or you know, uh, you know the Apple the Dumpling, Dumpling Gang. Game. You know, any, yeah, any that's what I was just thinking. Yeah. Any Don Knotts movie. <laughs> yeah, they've got oh. all that stuff there. It's it's, the it's not Don just Don Hamilton. The love bug. <laughs> it is. It's all Hamilton it's, now, yeah. but. Well, but no, they have a, a really. That's the thing I'll give them credit for. They really, they they give you a ton of stuff. I mean, a very deep catalog. So it's uh, and it, for what it costs, it seems too almost too good. Well, what was that on? It was like on Sunday evenings, I think. It was a Disney TV show? Oh, the show. Wonderful World of Disney. Yeah. 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 yeah, of course. That was kind of must watch TV Sunday when I was. Yeah, you know, that's when they did their yeah. old. In fact, they they. They in the ancient before we were born, they were doing those animated um, outer space science ones, you know, where they would talk about how we were going to explore space and everything. And wow, I don't remember that. They're they're some of them are, are actually kind of a classic. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, we'd go every Sunday. We'd go on these uh, little family things in the Black Hills or something, a picnic or something like that. And I was like, oh, I hope we get home in time for the Wonderful World of Disney. And so, and often we did, but. Because you couldn't <laughs> tape it. <laughs> right. Not, 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 not back in those then. days. No. Yeah. No, you yeah. had, you had the two or yeah, you had the three or four TV channels. And I remember, you know, you know what the old remote control was? <laughs> it, 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 was <laughs> it was like a clicker. Or it something. Was, no, it was me. Uh, I yeah. would be standing oh, yeah, there. Yeah, a kid. And, you know, if you get up to leave, and your dad's, oh, hey, hey, why don't you turn the channel for me? You know, and you yeah. get up and you, you'd be up out. there turning the channel until he was happy that you, you know, found a 
found a program that he liked. Of course, or the, you're or only just scrolling the antennas. through, you know, three or four channels. It didn't take a whole long time until you know cable came around. But <laughs> and often I'd you know every day at noon I think when in the summers your dad was on giving the news. So he had the the morning news or the mid midday or what was that show? Yeah, so he, on dad. KOTA they had a party line. <laughs> So so they had a party line, but that was on radio. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. So that was he 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 hosted party line on KOTA radio in the seventies, and you know kind that of, was when it was a real party back with kinda, the coke and stuff. Kind of like the same thing with, uh, you know, how you get the 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 one person that you know complains about your podcast, you get the same person that would call in on party line all the time, <laughs> <laughs> complaining about you know whatever 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 they did in Rapid City, you know. Well, Mayor LaCroix did whatever. You I know, mean, talk so. talk about a, just a dated thing that nobody knows. What if you say what 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 is a party line like? And how many people would would remember that it was a shared wired telephone line that multiple so households had? Yeah, that's because that's what that was. So weird. <laughs> not not that we. I mean, it was an old thing when I was a kid, even. But yeah, I knew what it was. Well, you know, yeah, we were we were a little young for the you know the old uh, telephone numbers. You know, I want to call Cascade forty one five, you know fifty two or whatever. You know, but <laughs> we did have we did have the rotary dials. You know, back in the seventies, you know. Oh before yeah, the, before the I used them a lot. My, for some reason, my parents never, to my knowledge, had one. That I don't know if they sprung for the touch tones or <laughs> the fancy fancy stuff. Yeah, I know we had the. I remember always, every we time had cable somebody TV too for some reason, I, I think that every, was. Uh, I never experienced. Did Did you live the, on the, the west the, side the of the town? The antenna stuff. No, no <laughs> <Okay>. east side. <laughs> no, we were on the less desirable east side of one town. One of those, one of those west siders. No, for some no, reason my my dad always, money always sprung things. for cable, even though it only bought him like four extra channels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we lived out uh, Denver TV. Yeah. We lived way you kind out. of lived in Rapid Valley, we were, didn't we're you? In the right? valley, yeah. So, who was like, you know, totally in the valley out there, you know. So, <laughs> but right by the Dave ra- was a valley girl out by the racetrack, Ooh, right? Rapid City by the Speedway. Speedway, yeah. So, there. Oh, so the Speedway. I had an uncle that was a racer there. Yeah, yeah. Driver. I, we we used to go. So every Friday, I think it was every Friday night and Saturday night. I think they had races, but every Friday night, we used to go, and we would. We would kind of stand across the street from where the the, t- the ticket take take takers were, and you yeah. know once they left, you know you couple races in, they'd leave, and you know we just walk in and then you know watch the races for free. I mean, it was just over the hill. Oh, at some point you probably saw my uncle Joe Trusty. I probably he did. had a he probably he had an orange. His, his thing was always having an orange uh, an orange car. That's that's probably one of the reasons that that color orange is my favorite color. Another another thing. So you were talking about these silos interspersed all throughout um, South Dakota, <laughs> but I when when I grew up I didn't know about those exactly. But um, well, we'd go hunting or fishing quite a bit, and uh, I remember driving around, uh, kind of in the middle of nowhere, I guess. But there'd be these. I'm like I remember asking my grandpa once, "What's that?" And I was like, "Well, that's a missile silo." And uh, so maybe at some point you were in one of those. Well, yeah. So they have uh, they have the, the where the missile's located, which is the silo, and then the 
where the, the, the crews are located is a, what they call a launch control facility. And those look kind of just like ranch houses out on the prairie. Okay. You know? Oh, sure, sure. So you weren't in, I wasn't in, in there. No, no, I wasn't in the <laughs> in with the rocket, you know. <laughs> Riding so you it. Got to light it down here, you know. Pointy end goes up. So, um, yeah. No, so I was in, a, I was in the launch facilities. And then uh, uh, we had, you had several that were, you know, connected to you electrically that, that you monitored. Uh, and they're, you know, up in oh. South Dakota now, we actually have the Minuteman National Historic Site. So you can go out just out by the Badlands and see the... That's right. I drove by that recently. Yeah, you can go see the signs. You can see the capsule. Can you go visit one of them? Yes, you can visit it. And see, oh, wow. And I wouldn't a, do that. Take a tour of a capsule like I was in. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I'd love that. Like, I was always very curious about that. Yeah, and then at, Ells- so yeah, at Ellsworth, they have, uh, at the, the South Dakota Air and Space Museum, they have one of the, what we call the Missile Procedures Trainers, MPT. So that's what you trained in to learn how to operate the equipment. And they have a full-up trainer in the in the museum that you can go see what, wow. what the inside of the capsule would look like if you can't take the tour. So. Uh, oh, once that's I, cool. Yeah, one time we went there when I was still doing that job, and uh, I was in there and I was pointing everything out to my dad. And I was just talking about all the equipment in it, and I'd been talking for a few minutes. The next thing I know, I turned around. And there's like you know 20 people, just all listening to me discuss all the equipment <laughs> in, inside the, the trainer. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm giving the show today. So <laughs> you, yeah. you could add tour guide yeah, to exactly. your uh, I'm resume. A docent. <laughs> So, Phil, one of the long-standing topics on our list uh, is about hunting, which you were saving for this particular episode. Well, we had a, we had a. Um, I was going to talk about hunting growing up, and I, I don't think John has a, a lot of experience with that. <laughs> it's a zero. Yeah, <laughs> he would go hunting for um, Mr. Pitt. No, never. Yeah. No, my my family was not into that. So that's but, all. Uh, but. <laughs> But but we were we had a time to lean um, happy hour, uh, happy half hour once a while back, and you had mentioned I I had I didn't know that when we um, when we were friends and stuff. I don't think we ever talked about hunting much, but um, you had mentioned going hunting, and I, I was just I was just curious about your hunting experiences uh, in the hills. Like sounds like you went out with your dad and stuff like that. Actually, I didn't. We didn't do a lot of hunting with my dad. He wasn't a big hunter, but when yeah. uh, when I was in high school, so I had uh, I had learned I'd, I'd taken the NRA three position training, you know. So I was actually in a in a club where we we, we competitively shot rifle. Uh, okay. In fact, I competed in the state of South Dakota. I think my junior year for the state, you know, state title. Uh, wow. for, yeah, well, it was our team and we did not win. Um, uh-huh. I wasn't even anywhere close. In fact, it was probably my worst <laughs> day of shooting ever. It was, it was in pier. It was the first time I ever shot in, in an inside target range. And, oh, uh, and the, you weren't training for the appropriate venue. No, no, I wasn't. And, and, and actually there was a, a girl, uh, that was there and she, blew everybody out of the water literally and, and ended up I found out later she went to the Olympics uh as oh, and so wow. I didn't I didn't feel so bad that I got just no, absolutely no. crushed. <laughs> you know uh, yeah 
but so you'd go hunting with those guys. So so yeah, buddies of mine uh, that we that we we'd go hunting like after school. We'd we'd pack up in the car, <laughs> and primarily what we did, we went hunting for. So we went hunting for like uh, coyote pelts, and in South Dakota, it's a coyote. It's yeah. It's not a. It's not a coyote. It's not a coyote. It's a coyote. So we used to go hunting for coyote pelts uh, because we wanted the money. You know, you know, we're poor high school kids. <laughs> there was some kind of bounty yeah, on them. Yeah, there, was, still, there was a bounty back then. I don't remember. You know, we didn't get many, so I don't remember how much it was. And then, uh, <laughs> then most of the time, you know, like a lot of what we were doing was we were uh, we knew a lot of ranchers out there, and of course the the prairie dog pests. Yeah. Were are not good for a ranch because that'll you know, break cattle's leg if they step in the holes and things like that. So sure. we used to go do some prairie dog eradicating. So that used yeah, to be our, we, we, our my primary. grandpa used to call it, that's what we would do target shooting yep. on prairie dogs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So we'd be up like on a bluff or whatever, you know, out towards the badlands and, you know, you could hear him. You could, you know, you'd have a big scope and sitting there and you'd hear that prairie dog, pop, 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 you know, yep. and then, you know, you, you would try to see how far away you could be when you were, were taking them out. So I got one at, you know, a couple hundred yards, you know, from this on top of this hill and they're, they're little, <laughs> you know, so, and the, and, I know. and the guy with me is like, where is it? Where is it? I said, just wait, just wait. I said, and you hear pop, 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 you know, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> oh, there it was. As he saw the red spray, you know, when, when it hit, hit this little, I, I, I remember the, and, uh... and people are going to think we're cruel because we're talking about shooting cute little, prairie dogs and, yeah. and they are they are cute but they're a nuisance in, in some places yeah. and we didn't eat them either what a waste yeah i don't know if you'd want to but eat you them. know i remember i remember the <laughs> hawks and stuff just waiting oh yeah <laughs> yeah on the on the rocks it, it depended too what kind of rifle you used to because we usually a lot of times when i went out i had like a 223 so a 223 is is pretty pretty heavy for shooting at a prey dog <laughs> um and and there wasn't a lot left if it hit the prairie dog, there, I mean, you literally. So the the hawks weren't getting. They no, weren't we going to get a whole lot to eat because no, it was, we didn't have that. We, I don't know what we had a twenty two or something. We, I don't know the numbers. Yeah, we used to we used to but, say it made a fine red mist, and then <laughs> and then you'd have a pile of God. of gorp, is what we called it. Gorp, guts, organs, remains, and puke, and then uh, that was that was what was left of the prairie dog. <laughs> we we uh. I remember, so my hunting experience was um, with my brothers and my dad and my grandpa and driving around in the van, usually. Yeah. And, Down uh, by the river? Or no? <laughs> there was sometimes, sometimes. sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe a dry creek. Yeah. Um, creek, and say, say in Wyoming. Creek. But uh, I, um, yeah, we'd get up really early and my grandma would make the meatloaf peanut butter sandwiches for us and... Sometimes it was cold, so we might have a little bit of the coffee from the thermos, and the lid was a cup. And uh, I remember, you know, really early, sometimes with the mist and stuff like that, and that was w- way earlier than even I got up, and I was kind of a uh, morning. I've always been kind of a morning person. But uh, that's why I want to do the podcast early, because I go to bed early. But. <laughs> I, I I forgot. It's like Dave is at four o'clock when Dave starts, but it's early. But anyway, thank you for humoring us. But we we we'd ride around, and I I remember one one time it was really cold, and uh, I think it was the first time I had to uh, I had the gut 
gut the deer because yeah. he wanted to get all that you wanted to get all that crap out of there. Yep. And uh, it was a weird, you know, I was a sensitive kid, and uh, I remember scooping that out, and uh, it was uh, at the same time it was also very warm because my hands were so cold, yep. and and so it was it was a weird juxtaposition of gross plus <laughs> warmth. And it was a steam coming out of it. And, and it was, uh, this is going to be our grossest episode ever. But uh, when, Just so you wait. When I w- it was like Empire Strikes Back <laughs> with the Tauntaun, right? <laughs> Except you oh, didn't yeah, have to that crawl was, inside it. That, that was nothing. That was nothing hey, for me when I saw Hey, what's the internal temperature of a Tauntaun? <laughs> lukewarm. Somebody knows. It's lukewarm. <laughs> uh. oh. oh, that's bad. That's a bad one. That's a dad joke. <laughs> well, I like it. Seriously. It's a, it's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. But yeah. I um, I remember another time, let's see. Well, there were other, lots of uh, hunting stories, but my uh, I think I was about 13, so it was kind of the rite of passage thing, I w- or whatever age I was. Maybe it was a little older. Full disclosure. When Phil reminisces about childhood, he is either 10 or 13. But this was my year to get, because I had my own license, and it was to get my my first year and and hunting was a, a big deal for my grandpa and stuff like that. And, you know, I didn't want to let him down. Not that he was like a weird hard ass about it or any, or weird about it. Like, Oh, you got to go kill something kid or you're going to, I'm going to throw you in a ditch. But, uh, <laughs> but, <Sorry. laughs> well, that explains but, it. Sound like that. <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> Sam Elliott or something. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a mustache. But uh, so I remember, I wonder where we were. It was the last day of the season. And, uh, you know, there's kind of a pressure about it. And uh, I did. I did. I was walking up this uh, this road by myself. And and uh, there was this deer kind of off to the side in, in between some trees. And, and in my mind, I imagined it was my age because it was probably not. Um, it was probably on the teenager years of, of deerdom. And, uh, I, I, for the longest time I had that thing in my, uh, sights, I guess you would say, I don't know if it had a sight. I don't think it did. I just had that little knob at the end, but, uh, I don't know. I, it felt, it felt kind of like, <laughs> it felt like kind of a small eternity of just looking at it. It's like, ah, uh, but anyway, so finally I, I pulled the trigger and it, it got it right between the eyes. So it didn't suffer anything like that. And, but then I, then I looked at it for a while, and, and uh, I thought, oh, I got to take this back to the, the truck or the van or whatever. And uh, I, it was there was a little bit of snow, so it was easier to um, <laughs> slide it down the hill, I guess you'd say. But that that walk with the deer down that hill, and and I was really tired because we'd gotten up earlier, and this was kind of like pretty late in in the afternoon uh probably early evening i guess of a whole day of doing this walking around trying to find a deer and uh i remember just kind of laying it down there and uh my grandpa kind of looked at me and said well yeah okay i don't remember what he said exactly it's something you got it and uh, i think he understood that i was kind of done and so he said well, yeah, well we'll just take care of it from here so and, uh, but like I've said, since then, my first year was my last year. So there's my deer story. You know, 
I, I actually think I've I've got more deer with with my vehicles than I ever have with the, with the <laughs> rifle. Um, no, we we could never find them when I was a kid. It seemed like yeah, they were a lot rarer. They jump out now at they're you if you're driving in the hills or wherever, you know. Oh, there, there's a lot more the, of them now too. Yeah, the worst. So I've, I've I've actually smashed up a couple cars hitting deer over the years. Oh no, uh, driving you know yeah. between Wyoming and, and South Dakota. But the the, the funniest one yeah. was in Maryland when I was living out there. <laughs> Uh, and I was a funny one. Yeah. So, you know, I was coming through. So part of, you know, one of the play, I was up at Fort Meade and I was kind of driving back home and it's, it's through some kind of country areas or, you know, horse farm type areas of, of, of Maryland, real, real pretty area. But it's, it's also Maryland at rush hour and, and I hit some small towns. So you kind of get into some slow traffic and there was right off to my right side, there was a big field and there were a couple of you know, skittish deer kind of out in that field. And the, and the traffic was just kind of inching along. So it wasn't a big deal. I wasn't too worried about it. But then, you know, she started coming closer to the to the car. So I, I, I slowed down all the way to a stop because she was coming out and she was going to cross in front of me. I'm like, okay. And, you know, it's a deer and they're rattled and, you know, they see all these cars and everything. And sure. she, she gets on as soon as her hooves hit that pavement, she slipped. Oh. And her back end smashed right in to the grill of my truck as i'm just sitting there i'm like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> you weren't even moving I, I, I hit a deer and i i was it was more the deer hit me it wasn't that i, <laughs> yeah, hit I think the deer. Right. the deer hit me yeah so yeah, tell tell it to your insurance exactly agent. yeah no no it's the, <laughs> go, you gotta go after that deer man that hit me <laughs> oh weird yeah yeah, that was the, that was the that was the last time, fortunately, that that I'd, I'd hit one. But it was like, come on, man, I'm not even moving, and I get hit. <laughs> oh, the ones in well, Rapid City are very bold. They, uh, my 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 mom's house. You know, sometimes they just go sit in her yard <laughs> and just yeah hang out yeah. during the day. It's not at night. <laughs> they never they never would have done that when we were kids. I remember yeah. I remember seeing deer no, it in was town much more sometimes. unusual. To see them in town at all, or you maybe, I mean, when I was in maybe high school, I remember coming home late, probably hanging at Lee's playing D and D all night or something, and <laughs> you know it's like four in the morning. I'm pulling up and I, I see a deer, you know, jumping over the fence in the backyard and running away or something, and, well, and that I, was unusual. I remember, I remember pulling into Rapid City at the wee hours after um, a long drive from Brookings to Rapid and. Uh, you know, I for some reason we left at <laughs> at nighttime and drove all night. And, yeah, because uh, like we left after work or something. So you you pull in. No, this was maybe no that was from after Brookings. Sometimes we did that after we moved to Minneapolis too. The, those long drives, but you know you'd pull out of West Boulevard or whatever to drop Lee off, and uh, there's like that mist, the four a.m. kind of mist in the. And you had lights and stuff like that, and there'd be deer, and it was it was kind of, I don't know, it was it was it was really cool. But now maybe that happens every day, so the kids are like, whatever. <laughs> I saw that on YouTube, yeah, so or Instagram. Where we live here, we actually have we're we're near a place called Black Forest, and we're we're on the prairie, but we're just, you know, our our development is just off the the forest and. Every once in a while, you know, now that you have social media, you see all the 
you know, stuff going on in the neighborhood and everybody's got ring yeah. and, you know, with the cameras on their doors and everything. Um, <laughs> you know, so, you know, I'll be looking at it. Bobcat sighting, you know, so we get bobcats, you know, oh. uh, watch your small dogs, you know. Oh, <laughs> my dog went missing today. Well, I'm, I think I know where that dog is, you know. <laughs> so we're, we're just, yeah, we're just close enough to the kind of the edge of town that you get some wildlife. When we first moved in, we had, you could hear the, the coyotes uh, howling and everything. Um, but the development's kind of pushed out a little farther east of us now, so you don't have as much of that. But yeah, we used to get, you used to get, a, you know, the, you get the bobcats, you get the coyotes in here, and uh, you know that, you know, that's kind of kind of kept it a little interesting, as at least for for pet owners. We don't have a pet, but uh, <laughs> I always like seeing some of these posts. You know, I lost my little dog. Uh, <laughs> I think your little dog well, made a meal. Yeah, so. My uh, my dad lives now lives out in sort of near Keystone, kind of halfway between Keystone and Hill City. But uh, you know, every now and then he'll post a picture of a mountain lion, which yeah. Yeah. you know we another rare thing. But but you know they're coming in for the deer, I guess. But it's not so uncommon anymore. <laughs> no, there was this great at the Denver Zoo. Um, you know, there's they have mountain lions up there, and there's this great display. Uh, in front of the the mountain lion cage, where it shows you know, hey, mountain lions can be there even if you don't know it, and it and it was a like a Polaroid picture that somebody had taken, and you know just you know the pose and everything like that. But once they developed it, they looked and in in the background in the in the bushes, you could see this cat head kind of staring out oh, at them. Oh wow! Yeah, that makes me wonder though too because I I don't know when I was a kid in Rapid City, we'd go wandering around all over up there. Um, you know, I never saw anything like that, but maybe they were more afraid of us than we were of them. I, I think for the most part, they, they are. Although, you know, living out here in Colorado on the on the front range, you get a lot of, you know, a lot of people that are, you know, their houses are up in the you know foothills and everything. So you always see stuff sure. on the news or on posts on social media where they saw, you know, you get the, get the mountain lions. And again, I think you're right. You know, a lot of them are, are following the, the deer, which are, you know, per- pervasive in town now. And, you know, so they're coming out to get the, get their food. Well, in, in cities, they'll like, in you know, they'll hire people to come and call, call the herd a little bit. Cause there's just too many of them. Yeah. They don't have a lot of predators here, but every, there was a few years ago, a mountain lion uh, was spotted somewhere kind of near here. They can have really wide ranges, but they found out they, Tracted or something, it had come from the Black Hills. So, wow! <laughs> speaking of walking to pier, yeah, <laughs> it went a little further. And I'm tired of tired of South Dakota. I'm going to I'm going to Minnesota. <laughs> another another expat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we only have expats on the show. <laughs> well, our next know. next guest is a mountain lion. <laughs> 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 so tell us why did you leave south Dakota? well you know i heard about grain belt beer yeah, so <laughs> no i want i wanted to get some spotted cow oh oh the beer no actually a cow <laughs> i was on my way to wisconsin this nature minute was brought to you by big dan's hand soup made by hand with hands now with more fingers now back to the regularly scheduled program you know that was a that was coming from from Rapid City, and you know the 
the Black Hills and everything. And then, you know, of course, I've spent most of my life living in western South Dakota and in, in Wyoming and in Colorado. Uh, yeah. You know, we're used to the to the to the mountains and everything and the hills. And that was my first experience of uh, going to the football game at South Dakota State. You go up in the in the stands of the old Coughlin alumni, uh, and and <laughs> you're up there and you're like, man, I think I can see Minneapolis from here. It's so flat. <laughs> not not wasn't used to that that flatness. No, of, and then that wind would come through. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you remember? It got so cold in Brooklyn. Do you do you remember? I uh, say going to classes in the winter. You know, so we didn't we didn't get classes off until, you know, wind chill was like minus sixty. Because I mean, no, if, I, I if it was like yeah. around here, you know, we'd never have school. You know, if we were lived in Brookings, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, so we we'd have classes until it hit minus sixty on the wind chill factor. But I just remember I when remember it was like minus fifty five or whatever. And, yeah. you know, oh, classes are on. Oh, great. You know, great. So you, you would you would learn to get. <laughs> so if you had a class all the way across campus from where your dorm was, you would learn oh. how to get across campus by going through as many buildings as possible. To, yeah. To get there. You remember that? And they didn't have tunnels no, like my campus. No, not like. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, in Minneapolis. Geez. I mean, you, you, you want that. You want to be inside. The Gopher Way or the Skyways. Downtown. Yeah. yeah the Skyways. Yeah. I love that because no. seriously. But maybe they have that kind of stuff now at SDSU. It's changed so much. But there there are a lot more buildings now too, though. Yeah, there's more buildings. So, uh, you know, obviously I haven't there's, been there since. There's a lot really. of money. Yeah, I was I was there a couple of years ago. We we stopped through. Uh, we went to took my daughter to Desmet to the Laura Ingalls Wilder uh, sure. place out there. So we stayed in Brookings because that was civilization, you know, compared to Desmet, <laughs> South Dakota. So. Yeah. Oh, Brookings is totally different as near as I can tell now. It's grown so much. Still, yeah, it still has Nick's hamburgers though. Yeah. And uh and it's actually that's grown. That that's taken over like the whole building that it used to be in. That that little Nick's hamburgers. It's like a complex? Yeah. Well yeah. it used to be like I would, a little tiny. I'm not sure I'd call it a thing. complex, but I'd <laughs> I'd say it, it has a second side to it now. <laughs> oh. They added on. Yeah, it's, it's the got, addition. That's got an addition. There you go. An addition. Nick's Nick's extreme. That's right. Biggie, Mr. Nick's. Anyway. <laughs> ah, but does he have pib? He does. Oh. He does have pib. And it's Same. it's it's glorious. Fine. Small little no. sandwiches and uh, you know, you get them by the bag and they're greasy. So they're a little bit like a White Castle scale. Same size. Size, but, I mean. But yeah, but not. Yeah, not you know, White Castle. No, no, I'm not saying they're actually quality. White Castles. You guys have White Castles out there and Minneapolis, yep. don't you? Yeah. So I think that's the first first White Castle I ever ate was in was in the city. In the cities there. Uh, <laughs> the twi- city of twins. Yeah. In the ghetto. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> oh Nin- John, John, that's funny. Elvis Presley. Yeah. Yeah. John, <laughs> now you got a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, Dave is a huge Elvis fan. Oh, I what am. have I opened here? I, I have. <laughs> I actually have. Uh, I, I have spent. I spent years and years collecting i've got all the the different albums that he released while he was alive i've got a copy of each of the originals that, oh my that god I've collected over the years yeah digging so if, no if you so. would recommend if, uh, if you've seen all his movies right <laughs> yeah yeah okay <laughs> if, if you were to watch any of them which would you recommend to a, a new person to a new person? john's a movie guy so 
Oh, oh yeah. I, I don't think I've ever actually watched all the way. I mean, I've seen lots of clips, but I've never actually watched one of them all the way through. So if you want to see, so there's, there's kind of like three levels of Elvis movies. <laughs> there's the, when he was trying, Cheers. when he was trying to be a serious actor and, and there's a couple that he right. had some critically acclaimed stuff in, uh, and then there's the the '60s where it was all just this is all Elvis is doing, and he's he's churning out a couple movies every year because he's on contract and he's he's yep. kind of, he's kind of phoning it in, and they're all you know it's 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 all formulaic. And then there was kind of the the, the last couple movies actually were just documentary type things. Um, so if if I were to watch because I like the cheesy kind of sixties Elvis, you know, when it's a formula and it's all happy and fun and the guy yeah. gets the girl at the end of the movie and you know, we stop every five minutes to sing a song. That's uh that's what I like. That's kind of the Elvis movies I think of. And, and I would, if I were you, I would watch a movie called clam bake. Oh, I've heard of that one. Oh, yeah. okay. Clam bake. You know, I, I will make it a point to get that watched. Yeah. Clam bake. Don't I have a clam bake? <laughs> clam the guy bake. likes a clam Don't bake. Don't I have a clam bake? And he was in a giant clam outfit. Yeah. So, no. so the plot of that one, he is, uh, he's a rich, he's a rich kid, like an oil, oil money guy. Yeah. And he, he wants to do something on his own, not with his daddy's money. So he, he, he meets a poor guy and they switch roles for the movie. Um, you know, the, the poor guy, you know, wants to be rich and he, you know, he's living it up as the rich kid and Elvis wants to be, you know, just Elvis. He wants to be a, you know, do things without, you know, the, the money and the fame. And, you know, he's like a ski instructor at a a hotel, you know, ski instructor slash guitar singing, hip swinging, (laughs) hip swinging, guitar singing, ski instructor that falls for Shelly Fabre, who is the, Yeah. yeah, who is the, the, uh the female lead in it. So was that her real name? Well, you know, so that was uh, when the, when the series coach came out, you know, that was uh, Minnesota yeah, state university. Right? Shelly Fabre yeah, yeah. was the wife. Yeah. So, Oh, Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But in her younger days, she did, she did a couple of different Elvis movies. No kidding. But then if I, if I was going for a, you know, like a drama, you know, the, when he was the one he got most critically acclaimed for was King Creole. Uh, like okay. 1958, um, you know, movie kind of a kind of a darker movie. So that was his, you know, his okay. uh, James Dean role, if you will. So he he was. I think James Dean was supposed to be cast in that one, and it was right after he got killed in his car accident, and then Elvis took oh, the role. Right. Yeah. Yes. I. Yep. I think I've read about this movie. Yeah. I don't know how he died. Did he hit a deer? This isn't funny. It's not <laughs> that's not, that's it. it was a whole swarm of deer. Yeah, I don't, do that's you have a swarm? 1958, yep. Swarm mm-hmm. of deer. Same, same guy who King directed Creole. Casablanco. Yeah, that's right. Did King Creole? Of all the, yeah. That's right. No, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Must have been okay. a later one. So that would he, be he directed a lot of movies. probably his best you know, dr- dramatic acting movie would be King Creole. He did a couple others, but... You know, to be honest with you, you know none of them are really that good. Um, no, no, I, I realize that's not that wasn't his strength. That wasn't his thing, you know. <laughs> it was kind of like music videos before well, there were music videos, yeah, and some of those every, every, it was like, hey, now we're gonna have a sing, we're gonna show somebody scene. So the first the first movie he was in, uh, you know, it was just gonna be a straight western, 
and and they cast him in it, and they're like, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna put songs in it now, and they actually changed the title of the movie to "Love Me Tender" off of one of his big songs instead of you know just being a you know whatever they were gonna call the movie in the in the beginning anyway. Wow. But he did make one <laughs> in the late '60s. He did make one uh, straight western. It was called Charo, which you know to me when I hear Charo, I think of. Gucci, 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 you know, Gucci yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, I don't remember this one, he made a western made, called Charo, he made a western called Charo, yeah, oh wow, that's the one I would have yeah, seen, yeah, so that, so if you want to watch another, just kind of a, like an old spaghetti western type movie, that would be it, I, well, uh, uh, and as I have a been side note, um, and Clint, Clint Bake also has, uh, the great Bill Bixby. Yes, Bill Bixby is <laughs> oh. Bill Bixby is his yeah. uh, romantic rival for Shelley Febre. Yeah, I, I, I like. Oh, I've always I've always liked uh, Clambake, and then you know, he had another fun one was called uh, Follow That Dream, like nineteen sixty four or sixty two somewhere in there. Clambake actually was the first Elvis movie I ever saw, and I saw it in one of the theaters in Rapid City in the summer when they had like a summer kids day. Because they're all like oh, yeah. G, G-rated movies, you know. These are, I remember those summer yeah. kids days. You know, so you could watch a whole bunch of things yes, for all day. So we went and we watched Clambake, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I was Elvis fan then." So you know, we watched yeah. Clambake, and that's how I, you know, oh, kind funny. of got into that movie. Yeah, Follow That Dream's another one. That's kind of a kind of a fun one. Um, Kissing Cousins is interesting. It's uh, you know, it's uh, he's a <laughs> that doesn't sound good. He's he's a uh, he's an in 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 Follow That Dream. He's uh, he's 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 out of the army for like disability, and uh, he's with his uncle or his pappy or something, and they are they're driving down in Florida, and they decide to homestead on this piece of land, this little sandbar, you know, because the law at the time allowed you know if it wasn't you know private land or something you could just homestead on it so they ended up homesteading on this private land it's kind of a silly silly movie he's, he's he plays a total um he's 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 a he's a nice guy but he he's he's not real smart in the in the movie so it's it's kind of fun <laughs> and then uh uh kissing cousins he's an army soldier that uh, they're trying to the government's trying to move uh a bunch of people, uh, homesteaders off this land in like uh, the Appalachians, Appalachia, Appalachia. Uh, and, and they want to build a missile site up there. So, oh. so he, he goes up because he's from that area. You know, he's always, he's from, from the backwoods, uh, to, to kind of speak their language, you know, yeah. and, uh, and he ends up, deal. you know, getting kind of, kind of taken into the tribe, if you will, and, and sure. fall in love with the cousins. So, or they fall in love with him, you know. So, and and they they all fell in love. Yeah. Oh yeah. He fell in love with two cousins, so it wasn't his cousin. He fell in love with two they, cousins. They, it was it's it's that you know that old definition of cousins. They're related, but you know they're not oh. they're not like first cousins. You know. Yeah, kissing cousins. Kissing kissing cousins exactly. Yep. There I don't are. I don't I can't really relate to that, but that's fine. We grew up in a different kind of South in South Dakota, but yeah, I used it's to, getting I, closer and closer over the years. I used to tell that. I guess that used to be kind of one of my stupid jokes that I'd tell everybody, you know, especially in the Air Force, because, you know, people, you meet people from everywhere, you know, and they're yeah. like, well, where are you from? Well, I'm from the South. Oh, really? Where are you from? <laughs> South Dakota. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Do you have running water? Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, we. Did you ever ride a buffalo? Did you ever? Yeah. Did you? Did, was did you have to take a stagecoach to get to? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not when we I were just, there. This, tell you what, this is the other thing that just chaps my backside. Is <laughs> where is Mount Rushmore located? Well, it's in North Dakota, uh, isn't it? Yeah, people here no. do that all the time yeah, to confuse them. It, it was in the Denver. The Denver Post uh, had a, you know, it was talking about monuments and you know everything going on with monuments nowadays. Um, sure. But there was a whole article in that, and like you know, it's a respected newspaper. But the editorial from the you know the editorial board of the Denver Post kept talking about the this you know Mount Rushmore located in North Dakota. Oh, oh wow! That, wow! That, oh, yeah, Ouch. that's terrible. It is. It is. It's just awful. I mean, somebody could have Googled that. Yeah, it's not that hard to figure out. You know, there's two Dakotas. It's the good one. Yeah, I always say they should make them into one. Just make them into one state, Dakota. You know, I I think they should have made them. They shouldn't have been a north and south. Should have been east and a west. That's what I think. John's talked about that too. Yeah, I I think they should. I I think that's right. Actually, I think I think they they wouldn't be as diverse. We have a huge debate about this. Yeah, because the, the the economies wouldn't be as diverse. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> well, th- well th- there you go. You know, that's really what it's all about. No, but the the you know the east side is all the farmland, and that culture is is different. You know, East River, West River, and it it makes it, oh, it yeah. makes a lot of sense in 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 South Dakota. You know, not as much in in North Dakota because where the river's at, but. You know, if you if you split it down the middle, you know, east and west, the the west sides of those states is, is you know ranch, ranch communities. You've got the, you know, you've got the Black Hills and the Badlands and everything in South Dakota, and, and even in North Dakota, you've got you know the Teddy Roosevelt area up there in Medora, which is very similar, you know, in landscape right. and everything. It's like Badlands light. Yeah, it's, it's a little bad. It's not so bad. It's lesser. The not so bad lands. To me, yeah, to me, it's just like you know, kind of before you get to the badlands, part of the badlands. You know, if you're driving around South Dakota, it's like, oh, it's you know, the kind foot, of hilly the foot and nice. Badlands. It's the footlands of the badlands, right? The lame lands. <laughs> the not as bad lands. The you know, moderate. Yeah. Maybe we'll call it the moderate lands. Oh, uh, fine. Know, yeah, we don't want, want it, something like that. But you know, we were up there. That's it's pretty up there too. But you know, east side, you know, east side of North Dakota, east it's side of South Dakota is you know that yeah. glacial lakes and and flat lands and yeah, they are much more similar. Yeah, fl- you know, farm farmland and the the folks that settled you know in those those areas are all you know similar uh, you know ethnic backgrounds and everything like that culturally. So. It just seems to me that, you know, you got the cowboys and everything out west, and you don't have that on the east side. You know, we we used to say howdy a lot, in at least in our family. I don't know if you guys did, but <laughs> that was a, was a, you walk down the street, howdy. You know, how you doing there, howdy. You know, hey, burger, all right, but when, 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 you, when you were driving down in the middle of nowhere, uh, did you, and so you have your hand on the, have your hand on the steering wheel. Oh, yeah. And uh, another car would come. And did you do one finger up, or did you do four fingers? What did <laughs> what was what was your family's uh, we, we re- thing there? We re- usually, it was kind of like the two, the two fingers. Two. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'd just give him the middle one. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Well, you know, it depends. Like in, in, in DC or New York, yeah, that's usually, you usually got a one finger, but it, <laughs> and it was followed with a honk and, you know, <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm parked just like you, you know, I, I don't know what you're talking about here. <laughs> I'm walking here. Yeah. This, this, this goddamn deer ran into me. I'm not, well, you're not moving. No, either are you. Yeah. So I remember, uh, there was, I, I think, a guy from New Jersey or something was coming to the, the hills area to, he was studying that kind of how people waved and tracking it by region or something like that, and I, I don't remember. Maybe it's online. He had a study showing each region and how it was more typical to do, one finger or two or four, or a whole hand or, yeah, yeah, some guy from New Jersey. I, I don't so, know if it really that. What happened? Yeah, that, that reminds me. So I went when I when I was in college and I was in Air Force ROTC. Um, between your sophomore and junior year, you have to go to kind of like basic training. Uh, and so I went to, to basic training down in Kansas. And the uh, you know one of the one of the guys that was in our you know basic training was from New Jersey. And we were kind of everybody was kind of talking about where we were from. So one of the weekends that we were down there. We had this, uh, we had survival training. So we were going out. It was just for like two days going out to a kind of like a state park. And we had to live off the land slash, you know, sleep outside. Kind of like going camping up in the hills. And I was like, this is going to be just awesome because there ain't going to be nobody yelling at me all day. You know, I don't, I won't have a drill instructor in my face. Yeah. I'll get to sleep as long as I want and eat as much as I want, you know. So they gave you all this food. You know, they gave you, you know, uh, these meals ready to eat, these MREs, what they call them, and then a, a yep. bunch of, like, you know, meat and vegetables and, and all this stuff. And then they wanted us to catch a rabbit. And I'm like, damn, we're going to get fat out here because all we're going to be doing is eating. <laughs> and uh, and this kid from New Jersey was like, well, I don't know. Are we going to be able to make it? I mean, they didn't really give us much food. I'm like, dude, you, we're we're out here. For, we're out here for two days. You don't have to eat anything. You'll be fine. You know. Yeah, even if you didn't eat. <laughs> exactly. As long as you have some water. Yeah. He was all. He was really nervous and worried about it. But you know, when you know, I guess if you've never really been out in, in you know, way out in the sticks like that, you know, I, I suppose you would be. I don't know. I guess we kind of took it for granted when we were growing up. But yeah, I mean, from where we grew up and. We were out, you know, we'd go out and play, you know, out in the prairie, you know, all the yeah. time when we were kids. I, you know, I was away from the house. I, I did things as a kid that I'd, I'd never let my, you know, my kids do today. You know, it's like, go, <laughs> you know, go wander off, you know. And we did that all the time. Started, you know? I remember when the street light would come on, then it was time to go home or, yeah. or I'd uh, start to get dark. I was like, or I'd start to get hungry, I guess, and I would come home. But I didn't have a phone or anything. <laughs> No, yeah. you still don't. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I kind of do, but it's not a real phone. That's a long story. So anyway, well, guys, know. are we? Uh, I'm about ready to wrap it up. If you guys are, I think so. Rapid City, Rapid City, it up. Rapid City, it up. We did, yeah. So we we kind of meandered all over the place today. That's pretty no. normal. Yeah. I, <laughs> This way I work. But yeah, no, I, this is normal for me. Thank you, Dave, for being on. And I, I 
this was a, a big kick, and I enjoyed talking with you. Yeah, it's great, talk great hearing you. all about you. I don't, I don't um, get to talk to you as much as I would like. We'll, we'll have to fix that. Maybe we'll have another time to lean uh, happy half hour one of these days and on uh, Zoom. And uh, well, that was a weird mix of folks, <laughs> but we had a couple theater the people. The SDSU and, theater uh, department <laughs> kind of took over. Yeah. <laughs> kind of at the end. <laughs> I, I, I love them. I kind of, yeah. I, I, I talk about that. I say, you know, when I was going to SDSU, it was kind of interesting because I had a, kind of a diverse grouping of friends there. Because yeah. when, when, when I was, you know, my roommate was a jock, but he was not, you know, yep. the dumb jock. He was a smart guy. Uh, and, yeah. and we also did, you know, we did some of the theater stuff too. So yep. Yep. I hung out. You know, I, I remember playing basketball with the SDSU basketball team and going out and, you know, devouring the, the you know, the buffet at Godfather's Pizza <laughs> with these guys. <laughs> and at the same time later, then, you know, you know, doing some of the sh- some of the theater things with you guys, you actually cast me in uh, some of your yeah, children's of theater those, things that you were doing. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and doing some I of that. Did, uh, we did ca- Capers. Um, Capers, yeah. Did that. And, and so <laughs> yeah, Mike played Little John. Little John, yes. And so I just remember it was, it was like, man, I hung out with the jocks and, and the theater people all throughout college, which was just kind of a, interesting to be in different, well those two worlds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand. Well, thanks again, Fine. Dave. It's hey, been yeah. a good good show. Well, it, well, thank you, John. Yeah, thanks, John. Thanks, thanks and John, you you got good, good. John got introduced to a, a different some different uh, movies he can check out now. So, well, <laughs> I always I, welcome I, that. I would be I would be interested in hearing you know kind of your thoughts on these movies. You know, as a, as a different set of eyes on these. Uh, you know, not. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I, All right. I'm, I'm I'm the big Elvis fan, so obviously I I've, I've been, I don't know you know if you're a huge Elvis but guy. Very, not, very, but, no, I'm not a huge fan, but um, respectful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I curious. I loved his though, outfits. He had the best outfits. Well, I guess no, I'm no, kind no, of a I, 70s Elvis guy. Se- yeah, I'll, so, def- I'll definitely give a couple of them a watch yeah. and yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have another talk about them. Well, we'll, we'll have to do it again because there's a lot more to yep. talk about. We did, we, we only scratched the surface today. <laughs> we'll have an all Elvis and, episode. And I'm bleeding because <laughs> well, we, I'm sure we could. scratched the surface here, so I need to find well, an advantage. Thankfully, you have survival training, so. Yes. Yeah. I'll stitch it. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I got to do my own suture. <laughs> yeah. Put a tourniquet Rambo. on this damn thing. Yeah. Here's the song! I see dead people 
This was the church, this was the steeple I was a lonely missile I don't know what it was I feared MCCC, DMCCC, BMAT, MFT, EPPT, MSB, SAC, UMT, UOT, AFB, BMPT, SAB. So be